Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hello there, everybody. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach. Yes, I know it's 3.05, okay? And I'm going to get Bill Gates because two minutes before Tracy and I were ready to go live, major update, and I couldn't stop it. It said, oh, oh my God, my computer took forever. But we're here, right? <laughs> we're alive. We're healthy. We're going to share some really good stuff with you. So take two. Here we go. Love anyway. I am the creator of the Dream Business Mastermind and Coaching Program. I'm the creator of No Hassle Newsletters, author of these six books, which I'm going to show you how you can get for free at the end of the show. Most importantly today, for the and for the last 10 years, I am the host of Dream Business Radio. Now in its 10th year, it's so hard to believe. Anyway, my special guest is Tracy Cyrano. Tracy, you are very patient. Thank you. How are you doing today? I am doing amazing. It's one of those things. Technology is awesome when it works. So I, I preach it. So I, I, I embrace it all the time. I just I sat in my chair and it said, updating will restart, updating. I'm like, okay, we're not curing cancer here. Although I had a good checkup on Monday. So we're going to share some really good stuff today. Um, I'm a little out of sorts. So I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm going to skip my usual... Uh, Commercial and, and the other, I'll tell you about a uh, special ebook that you can get. I'm just going to go right in and introduce Tracy so we can dive right in and share some great stuff. Tracy Watts Cyrano is a five time number one international best selling author, award winning business owner, highly engaged speaker, and she is also a podcast host of Beyond Common Sense Secrets. Tracy is passionate about helping other people become successful entrepreneurs and reach their highest potential. She helps business owners and leaders discover their own personal power so they, too, can develop customized success systems. I'm going to ask her about that for sure. She is the founder and CEO of Beyond Common Coaching and Training Company. She provides success strategies and speaking services to business owners across the world. And with her gifts of clarity and cutting through the BS, Tracy has developed a proven Beyond Common Success method. So, Tracy, I think now I'm on schedule since I deleted all that other stuff I usually do. Uh, welcome to Dream Business Radio. Well, thanks for having me, Jim. I'm so excited to be here. Have, and, have you ever had that on your podcast? You're like two seconds from go time. And, you know well, what? We, yes, we've had all the things. We were actually just talking about creating like a bloopers reel of all that stuff. Because sometimes it's just like you have to embrace it. So you handled it with such grace. So hats off to you. Bravo. You know what? This is episode if I'm 557, I believe. So it's not my first rodeo. And as I said, we're we're here to serve. We're going to share some really good stuff. So for five minutes late, <laughs> take a chill. Okay. So I always, you know, one of the things I've heard from my um, my audience for a long, long time. Initially, when I was getting started, Tracy. They said uh, people would tell me when I was going out to speak and stuff. We th it feels like we're listening to a party line, which immediately dates them and myself. Right? <laughs> we're, I remember my grandmother's cottage used to pick up the phone and hear two ladies chatting back and forth. And they said, feels like you're just having a conversation with somebody, you know, and we just love hearing some of the good stuff. So that's kind of why I'm still going after all these years. The other thing that I've heard 
is that people like the backstories and kind of the what got you here, things you overcame, as much as the good, juicy tidbits of success. So first of all, longest question in the world, I guess, is with a little context, tell us a little bit about your backstory. Did you have any parents or grandparents, anybody kind of show you that there's more than life to it than a degree and, and a job and a paycheck? How'd you get into being an entrepreneur? Um, when I was really young, when I was really, really young, um, there was a lot of struggle and difficulties going on in my family. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting that you asked this because there was this moment where my dad had to make a choice between helping his brother or paying rent. And I was young, I was like five. And I'm mm. like, I'm never gonna be in that position. Like, I, it's like, we want both, right? So I think early on and life struggles, I just would make mental notes. And then when I was old enough to write it down and start journaling, it was like, okay, I really want to have the freedom to do something that I love. And also things I loved were helping people along the way. Like, you know, so that just led to making an impact. So I think just like in the beginning of being surrounded by struggle and times of challenge mm -hmm. that it just set me on the path to, well, what could I do to make things different? So you didn't go to school and be, to become a CPA and said, never mind. Or I've, I've talked to so many people at the school to become an attorney. Then they said, no, I don't want to do that. No, I, I really, um, I, I really have followed that intuition of oh, well, maybe let's try this. And how can I help? And, and just done it that way, really based on the struggle from early on in life. So it, it's funny because um, I could never be a CPA. That would like, just the sound <laughs> of that word makes me go, I would pull my hair out. I love my CPA and we need them, but that is so the opposite skill that I possess. Yes. So when did you start your company, Beyond Common uh, Coaching and Training? So I had... I. I literally always say all the things I've done in life are like stumbling in a puddle. So years and years ago, when I was 18, I was asked to speak to salon owners and hairdressers mm. about how to have that language of uh, talking to them so that they would like sell shampoo. And I, I just did it because I wanted to help people. People had a problem. They wanted to have fuller hair, I was like, oh, this is for you. So some of the big wigs in the corporations were like, can you help us with this? So it kind of became that I became a coach standing on stage consulting business owners by accident. So were you working in a salon and they- I they... was. And I was really young and selling lots of stuff. And, and not because I was a good salesperson, but I didn't want to stand around bored. So I yeah. would read bottles and say, oh, this really worked for somebody else that had that problem. So you started your business when? So Did like say, 18 by accident. The consultant. For real? You've been a self-employed yeah. since 18? Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. <laughs> but my first entrepreneurial business was nine when I used to make mixtapes talking about dating people. Mixtapes that I would sell to my uncles. I don't know if that counts because they probably would have bought anything. Everybody's but got I, the baseball card story. Yeah, the mixtapes. <laughs> Or reselling like, flowers. About? Well, to make you smile. Like yeah. I would put all the, the songs together. <laughs> so the beyond common sense, I kind of like that because, you know, a, a lot of, 
a lot of being a good coach, number one, is having some experience and a skill set. But so much of it is common sense, I think. You know, when you're talking to your clients, and I know this from, you know, 22 years being an entrepreneur and having several successful businesses of my own, you can be so close to your own business that you don't see something right in front of you. And and sometimes I guess you could label that common sense or, or clarity. I know you, I was checking out um, your website and your blog. That's where, I, by the way, that's how, if, if anybody's looking for clues on how to do a good interview, I always spend about a half an hour the, the morning of my interview and I check out blogs. I check out Amazon. If they got books, I look at the topics under this table of content. I do a lot of different things because I want to make sure I pull out some good stuff. And, and most of the time I don't have Bill Gates trying to shut me down. So anyway, um, <laughs> you have a, um, you have a blog post called mastering the abundance mindset for female business owners, unlocking yeah. success and prosperity. Assuming, I mean, not assuming we do have a lot of women that watch, but the same stuff usually works for men too. So let's talk about the abundance mindset. Was, was that always natural or was that part of your, your growing up watching your dad? Well, that, I would say that that is a a never ending quest, right? Like it's one of those things that we are constantly put in situations that we think we made a breakthrough and we really get this wealth mentality. And then all of a sudden we get slapped in the face again with like a limiting belief. I'm like, where did that come from? So I think it's been an all along journey, but it's also, uh, when you see things that work and you're like, oh, okay. So you can really decide that you want to be more and do more for others. And by osmosis, you end up having more. I found oftentimes through giving and, and helping, even when it's hard, cause you're like, no, it's mine. But the more you give it, yeah. <laughs> it comes back to you. I saw a blog post on your website and I, I didn't write down the date, but I'm pretty sure it was like a year or two old, but it was called three tips to keep your sanity when the future feels uncertain. You know, most entrepreneurs, I don't care if it's, you know, 2000s or 2008 and nine, that whole deal. And then COVID and all this stuff. There's not too many times when we operate our businesses with a certain degree of uncertainty. Right. So how do you what are some of your tips for keeping sanity? Well, I think that it's like we're always really in a state like nothing's guaranteed. There's no mm -hmm. promise of tomorrow. We can make predictable estimations and, and kind of predict results. But at the end of the day, being an entrepreneur is taking a risk, right? Yes. Taking a risk. But I think the more you're clear about your purpose and why you're in business, when your why is clear, I think that unlocks your wealth and abundance mm -hmm. mindset. I mean, the fact that you have a, you have a podcast all these years called Dream Business Radio, right? right? It's like, if you, if you look at every business that's ever been successful, I mean, it started with a wish, a dream, and then it was the action that made it actually turn into this tangible business that people can see. So I think it starts with really being clear about, you know, what's that problem you're going to solve? And why are you showing up in the world? Because you wouldn't have wanted to be like in a situation where you were high pressure and technology is going off the rails if you didn't love <laughs> what you were doing today. That's it's right. Like we create these moments of uncertainty. But I think if we're really clear about why we're here, it's a breeze. You know, what's interesting. I'd love to get your take on this. I want to peel the onion back a little bit on what yeah. you said. So when somebody, as you say, what's your purpose? Why did you start your business? 
for, for a lot of folks, though, it comes back to, I got to feed the family. I got four kids at home. I got to put, you know, hot dogs on the table or whatever. Right. So, it, you know, if that's your, that's your why, but then it, I, I've, I've helped some newbies start and then, then success grabs a hold of them. It's like, Ooh, I just did 50 grand. Now I'm going to do a hundred. And then you keep going. So your purpose is seemingly growing more revenue, but then something happens. I think I'm again, so, sorry. My questions are like, freaking a month long but so then something happens where the what i like to say is the impact and the transformation you're able to have with your clients is more it means more to you than the paycheck and the paycheck is impact but do you find that like the like the purpose shifts over time i definitely think that i mean i think when you're just getting started if you seek if you really go after doing the best job you can for your clients in mm -hmm. any scenario that you really put the focus and priority on serving the money always follows that's been in every type of business i've ever started even though you know in every in every way shape or form i think if you focus on doing the best job you can it, it, and the thing is you'll look back you know this better than anyone anyone that's written a book always you know this that oh, I, I wish I could have changed these three sentences mm. or what, you know, like once it's done, it's always in, in an improving process. So you might look back and say, oh, I could have done this better. However, if you embrace the fact that you did the best you could to serve at the highest level with what you were provided, you'll always find that there's more clients looking for you. And then it does shift to where, the serving and in, in connection becomes more than the paycheck. Right. But if that's the why in the beginning to serve your family, I think nothing wrong with that. Don't mind, I, they don't mind being a part of that story. That's right. Um, you know, uh, so there's this thing, this term, which I don't really like, but it, work life balance or however you want to say it. And um, when I'm working with new entrepreneurs, especially I say, listen, I can appreciate the fact that, you want to leave at five, be home for dinner, play with the kids. But suppose you're like, you've been going after this really great client for a long time. It's Thursday. It's like five o'clock. You're getting ready to go watch your son's T-ball or, or whatever. And this client says, hey, Jim, I'm in town. I was going to, I was flying out, which why I didn't call you. I was day flying, but my flight's canceled. Do you want to have dinner? I'd love to hear what you think thinking about doing for my company. What are you going to do? And no judgment. There's no bad answer at all. Fits. But for me, I will honestly say I would take that client meeting, right? Because I I would too. So what does that say? I think if you spend the time necessary making sure that you're nurturing the relationships in your family. Mm -hmm. But this is where I think I talk a lot about balance is BS. We have to seek harmony. So when you are going to all your kids' games and, and showing up all the time, my kids know that sometimes there's going to be a, an event I have to fly off to, but they appreciate when I'm there more. I make sure that it's intentional. Mm -hmm. And I think oftentimes that if you just say, oh, well, I punched the clock at five, you know what? You're never going to really be an entrepreneur. There are seasons of life. There are seasons That's right. of business. When you, you have to be really clear about what season you're in. And if you want to be successful, you don't, it's, it's not about the hustle mentality. It's about being smart and strategic 
So you can't be ignoring your family all the time and then also doing that because you're going to end up miserable, but you got to carve out time to do all the things that are important to you. Yeah. I, I, the first 10 to 12 years of me being an entrepreneur, I, I, I figured I was the proverbial 80 hour a week dude. I never added it up. There's probably more than that sometimes, but, but then I, you know, there was a point where I, I was like, do I want to do this for another 10 years? And I came to the conclusion, no. And that's kind of when I started on the dream business thing. And coincidentally, it's when I got my first boat and I said, I'm going to take Fridays off. So I only started coaching Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, always had three day weekend, which was pretty cool. Right. And then when we, Moved on the boat full time. I said, I don't want to work Mondays either. So I, I literally, for the last seven years, have worked Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I'm very busy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And believe me, was it scary? Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, like, what if clients leave? What if, you know what I mean? So it's all this stuff. But the point is, there are, I think you said it best, Tracy, there are seasons in the life of your business. And I couldn't have the business I had today had I not put in like that unbelievable amount of labor. My first year, as I, my backstory is, was revenue free, which means it took Jim a whole year to get his first paying client. <laughs> but had I not been willing to go through all of that, I wouldn't be here today. That That is absolutely true for so many business owners. I know mm-hmm. myself included, I did probably more than 80 hours a week. And at one point was like, just not having a life. I was probably getting close to uh, just breakdown in every area that I just had to rebalance. And it was a moment where um, I had a near-death experience and I was like, okay, that was a call from God. I was like, I I I came out of the the sort of hydroplane spinning of the car, just rushing (gasps) to being absolutely clear and fine. But it was in the moment that I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And I just started like, Re, mm. just sort of reprioritizing my day, reprioritizing that like you can't live just for work. And and it was, the sacrifice was becoming too great to where I, I felt it going in the direction where it could have been like, okay, you're, you're walking yourself to an early grave. Yes. So I do not want anyone else to suffer alone like that. And so that is really when I started kind of putting it all out there. Like, yeah, you're going to work hard. But you also have to build in time to take care of yourself because if you're not alive, then no one's going to benefit from what you can get help them with. It's so true. How many we've all heard stories, friends, relatives, or just people we know that keeled over at their desk and, and thinking, "I'm I'm going to do this when I, you know." So I, I mentioned, um, I think we we're on the air, but you know, Monday was my 22nd year anniversary of first getting cancer. So I, I literally scheduled my appointment six months in advance, and my doctor looks at me, and goes, "Jesus, it was like." 22 years ago, almost to the day that we first met. And I said, yeah, you gave me some great news. Thanks a lot. But I'm, I'm still here. I'm healthy. But it's like y- y- you start thinking about that, right? Um, one of the things I think is really important, and by the way, I'm really enjoying our conversation. I know. I could talk to you all day about dream business. Yeah. So people, <laughs> people, entrepreneurs, I don't want to say especially, but I think I know a lot of entrepreneurs who do get to the burnout stage. Work, 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 work. Now, when I started that slightly before I I really came to that focus, I don't want to keep doing 80 hours a week all these years, is when I really started growing what I call my dream team. So back then, I still had like five or six businesses. I think I'm down to three right now. So, And and I grew this team of about 16 or 17 virtual assistants. No employees, but I had 17 VAs, writers, website people, 
people that were booking me on podcasts, all these people doing these things for me. Now, I call it my payroll just because that's how old school I am, but it was not payroll. But my payroll got to be pretty large and that started eating into the uh, the bottom line, which what I could take home, but yet I had a much better quality of life. Right. And it was like that. I think that's really, a, I want your opinion. That's really a stumbling block is people, entrepreneurs have a hard time letting go and delegating. That it, that struggle is real. Right. And, and oftentimes what I found because they haven't spent time on the front end of clarifying why they're in business, what they're really doing it makes it impossible to delegate. Mm. So if when you're starting out, you put that extra work in, then you're ready because you're essentially buying your freedom, right? You start you start getting the help. And, and if you really look at it, like you're not ever going to be good at everything. So like really focus on what you're good at and what you enjoy and then pay people to do the stuff that they're really good at. So everyone's <laughs> happy. But I think in that beginning, when we're like so focused on revenue, we're like, oh, we're going to save money. I think it costs you more money. Yeah. Yeah. One of the memes I recently created, you basically just said it was, if there's stuff that you hate to do or you suck at it, pay somebody else to do it. Because if it's important to your business, it's holding you back. And Uh, I only say that with love because I've made all of these mistakes until I was like, okay, let's try it a different way because that's clearly not working. But see, that's what makes people like you and I good coaches. It, you know, nothing, nothing um, irritates me a little more than seeing somebody who's, and no offense, the 22-year-old says, I'm going to teach out of a seven or eight-figure business, and, and they didn't make $42,000 last year. <laughs> so it is the hash marks, you know, it you is the, all the scars. Question. You brought up my favorite question to ask people. How did that work when you did it? Yes. Yes. So when you're hiring a coach, how did that work when you did it? Really good stuff. <laughs> so technically we have four more minutes, but old Jim's computer, the old Dell. Yeah. We have so an extra we're gonna, five, right? No, yeah. I'm we're going to, we're going to go another, we're going to go, um, we're going to go till three thirty-five, if that's okay with you. Yep, that, um, work. Let's, let's do so it. One of your blog posts was about burnout and we're sort of broaching that subject. So how does somebody avoid that? So, Short of spinning through the, you know, the, the intersection or having a, you know, having cancer or whatever it is, how, do, what, you know, I used to say to this friend of mine, I said, I, I wish you didn't have to go through what I went through to have change of clarity. But sometimes people do need to go through something very significant to shake up their thinking. But as you're coaching your clients and you can see them kind of heading toward burnout, how do you, how do you steer them? You know, there's a lot of, awareness questions that I would ask to lead them to, you know, figuring that out. But honestly, the thing that I, I do often, and this is where sometimes I don't like to be called a coach because I Mm -hmm. will just be the loving kick in your pants. Listen, are you, do you want to stay alive? Yeah. You're on a path. Lots like, and, and just like not sugarcoat this. Like sometimes you have to have a real heart to heart. And because you know, I know people that have suffered with cancer and heart attacks, and I had that scary accident. I will call it out if, if it's intuitively something I see happening. And I'd rather be wrong than not say anything. Yeah. 
my clients call it Jim's tough love. And the, when they know it's coming is that I will always do this. I'm this, this might even be something you can use. That doesn't matter. But I always say, um, I need your, I need your permission to speak candidly. Well, of course, no, 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 this is really going to suck. You're not going to want to hear what I have to say. But then it's sort of like you get permission to just lay it out there, which you have anyway, but it kind of, it's almost like, be careful. I'm opening the door. Here it comes. Right. Yeah. Um, it's the extra layer of. I've never done that. Well, I've never, I don't have to do it every day for sure, but I've never done that in a way where people regret having it done. It's usually like, thank you for opening my eyes or, you know, thinking something like that. I mean, I think that's, I think that's a huge responsibility. And honestly, um, I think too many coaches, consultants, whatever mentors, they hold back some of that tough love because they fear losing a client. But, you know, the way I look at it, your client is investing with you for truth. And Absolutely. So give it to them. Um, oh my gosh, I could I could talk to you all day. So, what would be um, what what? Suppose you're working with difficult clients. How do you how do you kind of maintain your a mentally strong attitude when you got difficult people surrounding you or um, part of your world? I will invest more time in meditation. Mm-hmm. I will uh, make sure I have buffers built into my calendar to handle like a high level, you know what I mean? Like, and no, I'm going to just keep this real. Okay. I say no to clients that are, I mean, if you're, if, if, if I, if you think that you are not someone that I can help, that you're like that type of challenge, mm-hmm. I'll say no. I would rather you find somebody that is, a great fit for you. But if you're the type of person that is always finding fault, never takes personal responsibility and does not own your bullshit, you're not going to ever be a client for me. Mm. Yeah. I I can honestly say I wasn't always that. I've been very, very blessed and, um, you know, to work three days a week and I can, I can work with who I want. So, but it wasn't always that way. You know, sometimes we learned, right? Like we learned, like I put up with a lot of stuff that I'm like, Oh yeah, I never want to do that again. Yeah. Um, so I think my last question, so on one of your books on Amazon is, uh, beyond common 12 essentials for success in life in the workplace. Yeah. I believe it's a, a compilation book and that was your chapter. Did I remember that correctly? No, that beyond oh. common is, um, is my book. I have a, I have a few other books like okay. women who dream and mm-hmm. women who shine that are compilation books, but beyond common, um, there's 12 chapters all written by me and it's based on the method of really, really simplifying what it takes to be successful in life and business so that you can show up as your best self. And so can you, can you share maybe just one or two things that would help you do that? Well, the number one thing that it, that everything starts with is being present, right? Mm. Showing up with presence, be intentional and accepting responsibility for what is happening in your life, in your business we never like to hear this, that, you know, if it's in your business, it's always pointing back to the leader, Mm -hmm. but it is, it's like what we permit, we promote, even when that's the hard pill to swallow, there's always things that we can do to improve the situation. And it's up to us to make that decision. So wait, what we, uh, what was it? What we, something we promote, we permit, we promote what we permit, we promote. Wow. Very profound. <laughs> oh my gosh. Tracy, I'm sure people have loved this, even if they uh, missed out on the first three minutes. I think we made up for it. And they're going to say, well, Jim, 
where can we connect with Tracy? How can we learn more? So what, what's the website or I'm sure you could mention your books or whatever yeah, you'd like to do. All of my books are at tracywattserino.com and Tracy spelled C-E-Y and Serino is C-I-R-I-N-O. Wow. Yeah. You, you do have to say that because. Right. I know it's yeah. like Smith in Italian, but yeah, I do always um, spell it out for everyone. Did you try and get TWC.com? Was that taken? Um, you know what? That's Time Warner Cable. So absolutely. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Time <Warner Cable. laughs> oh, Tracy, thank you for being a good sport hanging in there. I mean, I actually had to leave you while my computer did its long start but thank you for a, a really fun interview i'm sure this is going to uh this will live on on, on the uh, dream business platform for quite a while well thanks so much for having me jim it was my pleasure hey folks that wraps up a very special uh interview with tracy serino and i would definitely connect with her i i always enjoy when um a guest that i book doesn't make me like do backflips to get information. <laughs> she gave me everything up front and then the website, the books, it was just a breeze. And I knew it was going to be a great interview and it was. So c connect with her at her website. You can connect with me at getjimpalmer.com. That is my home base. If you're interested in joining me and about 27 other smart entrepreneurs in my dream business virtual mastermind, go to dreambizcoaching.com, dreambizcoaching.com. And by the way, you can still get a free copy of my ebook, which is which details, first of all, it's uh, charge what you're worth and work three days a week. I detailed exactly how I went from one company to about five and then just kind of scaled back. But multiple streams of revenue is your friend. And this, I detail exactly how I was able to go and work three days a week for the last seven years. Get a free copy at work3daysaweek.com. Oh, and I told you at the end of the show, you, I would tell you how to get free copies of all my books. This is now two years um, I start two years ago, I started my legacy building program. I woke up one day and my face was all white. And I said, I better do something about my legacy. So I'm giving away all my books for free as Kindle on Amazon. They're Nook books, if anybody still is a Nook book reader. And they're also in the iBook store, totally free. No opt-in, no nothing. Just go get a good education on me. The Lord told me I need to help more people. I said, well, I'm not working more than three days a week. So I'm giving away my books. That's how I'm doing it. And I think that's it until this time, just, just slightly silly. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. I am Captain Jim Palmer, the Dream Business Coach, and you take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. <laughs> See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.